My name is Marcy Nelson. I'm a certified life coach, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a firm believer that when we know who we truly are, we are unstoppable and can change the world. My job as a coach is not to persuade you to think differently. You can believe whatever you want to believe. My goal with this podcast is to coach myself through some of my own limiting beliefs and get to the bottom of who I really am in the process. And if it helps you believe in you along the way, so be it. Thanks for listening to My True Identity. Hello, my friends. Welcome to my podcast. Um, uh, My goal today is to make this podcast shorter than 15 minutes. (laughs) Partially because... I know I have a tendency to ramble, and I I like shorter podcasts myself, Um, but also because I have something baking in the oven, (laughs) and I think it's going to be done in about 15 minutes, so I'm going to see if I can get it done. Anyway, today I'm going to coach myself through a phrase that I've been saying to myself for a long time, um, but one that has especially been affecting me lately. And it is, my dad would be so disappointed. I've been saying this a lot in the past couple of weeks. So um, let me tell you about my dad. And I, I feel bad that this is my second episode about my dad. My dad is an amazing man. He really is. Like, I idolize him. I think he is... two steps away from being twinkled like he is so so good um he is very quiet he is very traditional he is very um he was raised by a farmer and a world war ii vet and is just very down home country boy good good man good good man Um, But growing up, I didn't often have conversations with my dad. Um, My mom is very expressive and communicates her feelings well. She's a hugger and a kisser (laughs) and a very touchy-feely person. My dad is not that way. He's become more so that way as he's gotten older and as we've gotten older. But growing up, I rarely, um, my dad was not a hugger and that's okay. Not everyone needs to be a hugger. One of my favorite childhood memories is when my dad was Bishop. I was about five years old. I would go up on the stand where he was sitting on fast and testimony meeting and I would go sit on his lap while I was waiting for my turn to bear my testimony. And I look back on that memory Uh, I didn't realize it was going to make me emotional, but I look back on that memory fondly because that didn't happen otherwise. And uh, not because we didn't want it, but because neither of us felt comfortable in any other context to be affectionate in that way with each other. And um, anyway, it's a beautiful memory I have of my awesome, awesome dad. Um, 
I am also, I'm a lot like my mom in the sense that I'm a very um, expressive, um, I'm really good at communicating how I'm feeling. I cry easily. I, it's really easy to tell how I'm feeling because I'm very outward about it. And I like to talk about it. I'm not as touchy as my mom necessarily, but um, but definitely more so than my dad. Anyway, I want to tell you about something that happened in the past couple of weeks that kind of triggered this this old belief again that my dad would be so disappointed in me. <laughs> so um, I've been expressing to friends recently that I've just been wanting to do something different, do go somewhere new, right? I just need a change. And so my friend sent me a link to some airplane tickets to this destination that I'd wanted to go. And uh, it was so cheap. <laughs> it was so cheap. So I texted a friend and I said, hey, do you want to go with me? She said, yes. And so I like thought about it for a day. And then at the end of the day, when I went to go buy tickets, they, the, the, the prices had already gone up. Not a lot, but enough that I was like, if we don't book now, it, this is never going to happen. So I booked tickets. Like within a 24-hour period, I had committed to going on a trip, which is so not me. That is so, I am, it, I am, I get anxiety by spontaneity <laughs> sometimes. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Sitting in my closet and I just whacked my knee on my door. Anyway. Um, anyway, so I don't, I very rarely do in, like impulsive, spontaneous things, but I just was like, I'm never, I'm not going to regret it. I just need to go. I just need to do it. So I bought tickets. I haven't gone yet. I'm go. I leave in like two weeks and I'm so pumped. Anyway, but the period of time following, uh, the couple of weeks following me purchasing those tickets were really difficult. I only get paid once a month with my job. And so like funds were pretty low um, between the time of me purchasing tickets and the time of me getting paid again, I had enough, like I had enough money to do all the things I wanted to, um, and needed to. So I was fine. Right. Um, but I was like, Oh my gosh, that was an irresponsible decision. I feel so bad. I was like the next, like a week later, I like texted my friend. I was like, is there any way to get a refund on those tickets? Like I, Oh my heck. I was feeling so guilty and beating myself up and the thought like I remember talking to a friend on Marco Polo one night sobbing just thinking like my dad would be so disappointed in me if he knew that I just impulsively bought tickets like without really thinking that much about can I afford it? Should I even go? Is this a good time? Like, I just did it. I just did it. And I was feeling so guilty about that because my dad would never, ever do that. My dad does not have an impulsive bone in his body. He's very responsible, very frugal, very reliable, steady, right? And so I just kept telling myself, my dad would be so disappointed. My dad would be so disappointed. For a long time, I did not tell my parents that I was going on this trip because I was just like, they'll find out soon enough and uh, I can't, I can't tell them. They can't know. They'll be so disappointed if they knew. Which, 
as I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Going on a trip is inconsequential, right? It is not, it does not affect my eternal salvation. It does not affect, it is not against the law, nor is it sinful for me to go on a trip. But I was beating myself up <laughs> because I just believed that I was, I was being bad because I wasn't doing what my dad would do. But I had a conversation with my dad on Sunday. And he found out that I, I told him that I was going on this trip. And he was like, the words that he, that came out of his mouth were, that's gutsy. <laughs> He's like, you're just going to go because you want to? Like, you're just going to go to this new city? Like, he was, he was absolutely like, whoa. He's like, I would get off the plane and have no idea what to do next or how to get around or how to navigate. And he was, he was impressed that I made that decision. And then, you know, we had, a, we talked some more and the last words he said to me, well, not the last words, but some of the words he said to me were, there's a place for you somewhere. Dream big. And it meant so much to me because my dad is a homebody. <laughs> uh, we, he currently lives in the house that he grew up in as a child. So he only spent a few years of his life not living in, in the house that, that we live in. And he loves Idaho never wants to leave. Um, he just thinks it's the greatest place ever. And it is. It is. It's a wonderful place. <laughs> um, he does not prioritize traveling or having new experiences like I do. And so this belief that I had that my dad would be so disappointed in me was not even true. It's an absolute lie. Not only has my dad never said the words, I'm so disappointed in you. He also says the opposite. <laughs> he doesn't say much, but growing up, he always said, you're the cream of the crop. <laughs> Which is such an Idaho farmer thing to say, now that I'm saying that out loud. Um... He, uh, he's never actually said anything to imply that he's disappointed in me or that he's not proud of me. But, but all of that aside, because it's not even about what he says or what he doesn't say. It's just about my belief. Because even if my dad never said, that's gutsy, or dream big, I can still believe that my dad loves me and is proud of me and that he's going to let me travel wherever I want with my own money. 
And I can, it's interesting. I've mentioned this in several episodes, but our thoughts are the filter through which we see the world, right? And so when I believe my dad would be so disappointed, I look for evidence that he's disappointed in me, right? But really, the evidence that I'm finding is not evidence that he's disappointed in me. It's evidence that I'm disappointed in me. Does that make sense? Because I don't know what my, what's in my dad's head. Even if he says something externally, that's not necessarily what's in his head. Or everything that's in his head, right? And so, any evidence that I can find that my dad is disappointed in me is all just manufactured in my brain right I can say I don't manage my money well I am impulsive I make stupid decisions I'm irresponsible but those are not my dad's thoughts those are my thoughts and so it's not about what my dad thinks it's about what I think and the only reason I thought my dad was disappointed in me is because I was thinking that. <laughs> there was zero, I, I was making up all that, all the evidence, right? I can ask myself different questions. How do I know my dad loves me? I know my dad loves me because he's worked hard to give us an amazing life. I know my dad loves me because every time I've left home or moved away he's gotten emotional (laughs) wow I'm actually really grateful for this episode because I that's an amazing realization every time I've gotten on a plane (laughs) to move somewhere else or to live somewhere else or even even when I moved 10 minutes away my dad got emotional and told me to visit, come home. I know he wants me there. How do I know my dad is proud of me? Because I take care of myself. Because my dad doesn't have to worry that I'm without food or without gas in my car or without a place to live right he knows I'm going to make good decisions that I'm going to serve in my callings and um, go to work every day my dad doesn't have to uh, bail me out of jail (laughs) or um, or uh testify against me in a court of law right my dad can go about living his life because I'm living my life relatively (laughs) pain-free right I'm not causing my dad any additional stress I think it's hard for me and I think I would love to do an episode on this maybe next week But I think this is why Joe March and Little Women is so meaningful to me. Because I relate so much to the the internal conflict of loving home 
and being so proud of your family legacy and your heritage but then also wanting something different for yourself and I'm constantly at war with that feeling like if I live my life differently than my parents that I'm disappointing them that I'm not honoring them and I'm learning I don't know that I've fully absorbed this belief yet but I'm learning that it is it I can honor my parents and be proud of where I came from and also live my life differently and what an amazing blessing what an amazing blessing to have two parents that are supportive and generous and kind and good and to know that I always have a home I always have a place to come home to if I need it and I'm very very grateful and very very proud to be the daughter of Keith and Penny Nelson they are wonderful wonderful people Anyway, isn't it amazing what our brains can do and that we can totally stop hurting, stop punching ourselves in the face by choosing to believe something different. Because the things that hurt, the beliefs that we think that are hurtful aren't true anyway. That's why they're hurtful. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Also, my oven is going off, so... Anyway, see ya. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you heard something that resonates with you. If you did, share it with a friend, leave a rating and review, and leave a comment on my Instagram page at Party with Marcy. If you want your feedback to be featured on next week's podcast, download the Anchor app and leave me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. See you next week.